0: Welcome to Real Tech Hours, the podcast where we talk about tech during Real Tech Hours. Today we are going to talk about not much. Again, it is a rather slow time in the tech world to be quite honest, right now. So I have was kind of struggling to throw together a script to talk about today, but you know we've got a couple topics we a uh, talk about what's coming up, talk about something that's happened since last time, and uh, you know a few. Like one topic, maybe two, if I can scroll through Google News fast enough and find something else to talk about. But let's go ahead and jump into it. So, if you have a question, comment, topic you want to see discussed, or you just want to reach out, send an email to RealTechHoursPodcast at gmail dot com. That is RealTechHoursPodcast at gmail dot com. You can also follow this podcast on Twitter at Real Tech Hours to stay up to date with the podcast. So, what is coming? Up first of all, Crunchyroll has begun to roll out a redesign of their website. Remember we talked a little bit back about Sony buying Crunchyroll for a very, very nice price of just over a billion if I recall correctly. It's like one point two or something like that. Um but yeah, you know, maybe this is is this the first step towards you know seeing some changes coming down from the top now that they have different management who knows maybe this was already planned honestly i wouldn't think so <laughs> i i'd like to believe that uh this is one of sony's first changes because uh, well first it's available to about 20 percent of premium users right now unfortunately i don't i no longer have a crunch premium subscription I have one that I can access but I don't have one myself I use VRV which is another service offered by Crunchyroll. so hopefully VRV is going to eventually receive a nice little update um, but so yeah it's available 20% of premium users it's some banner in the top thing you can go and click to choose to look at the new daily basically the home page layout is simplified there's more intuitive search capabilities where you can you know kind of add extra filters and and sort some things out, uh, the homepage looks a lot nicer. Uh, just the general layout of like shows looks better. It's a whole lot more. The way that it was described was similar to HBO max. I get a feeling it's similar to how VRV looks, which is, uh, why I think they're kind of going for something like this where it's more simplified because VRV is fairly simplified in itself. Uh, The recommended show lists that they give you as you scroll down are based on other shows you've watched or shows that are popular at the time. That kind of thing. Uh, They also added new crunchy lists. a curated lists, playlists of you want to add shows in a specific order out of the normal order. You can throw them in there or shows shows from or episodes from other shows you know that kind of thing it's basically you can just kind of like stack up episodes from shows however you feel like and then watch them in that order kind of like a youtube playlist anyways sounds kind of interesting cool idea not sure i'd ever use it personally but hey you know there's people out there who do stuff like that obviously if there's some animes that have like crossover references or or big series that kind of tie into each other it'd be kind of interesting to watch them in, in a method that would make sense that way. Uh, what else is coming up today? AMD is set to announce their Radeon 6700 XT. This is a graphics card that they have talked a little bit about. It will have 12 gigs of RAM, and it's supposed to compete with the RTX 3060 Ti. I, I would like for it to have a 3060 or lower price point. 299 would be killer. Is it going to happen? Probably not. 329 to 399 is probably going to be their range somewhere in there. They might even just split it down the middle and land in between the two to, you know, really make consumers think about their purchase. Because this card honestly should be pretty decent. 12 gigs of VRAM. This sucker will be a beast. And yeah, you know, it'll be interesting to see what what else comes out of it. And, And actually, really quick, I don't know what time... They're allowed to post their reviews if anybody has a review for it. What time? It's lifted, whatever they call that—the the lockout or or I don't remember off the top of my head. Anyways, should be interesting to see. Keep an eye out for it. Good luck trying to get one. There's probably just as many 3060s as there uh, are 6700 XTs. So what has happened since? last time honestly nothing um this is uh something that i didn't mention but it has happened in the past week and uh so a while back when amd released their new graphics cards and cpus they talked about this feature called smart access memory uh which is was at the time believed to be very similar to resizable bar what is resizable bar it's basically where currently the cpu can only access so much of the gpu's memory it's like 256 megabyte chunks only at a time and so that's you know a very small portion considering you know some of these gpus have 16 12, 16, 24 gigs of VRAM. And so if they're only able to access that, that much, you know, obviously performance is going to, performance could be greatly improved by being able to access it, all of it at once. And that's what AMD came out and did. And they kind of blew it out of the water. They said, hey, you know, with with this resizable bar, uh, with this smart access memory feature, using resizable bar, because it, they're, It's clear now that there's some more under the surface occurring. They said, Hey, you'll get 10%. You get around 10% improvements and performance improvement in your usage. If you're using these two products, you had to have a, uh, 5,000 series CPU, and you had to have one of their new 6,000 series GPUs. And so obviously people are pretty excited about this. people were able to test this, hey, it does show improvements. And so finally, NVIDIA and Intel have been working on support for the function, and we just started seeing it roll out the other day. But it doesn't seem to provide as much of a benefit yet as the smart access memory function on AMD's side. And so, you know, oh, well, Why is that? Shouldn't it just be, you know, automatically improved as soon as they unlock the feature? And it's clear now that that's not entirely what is happening. Something else AMD has done under the hood, some performance modifications, some improvements, some tweaks, some drivers, some something has allowed them to squeeze a little bit of more performance where... They just couldn't possibly have touched it before because they didn't have access to all of the vram and now to be fair there are some cases currently where you're using MVD and intel where it does work in the uh, linus Tech Tips video they used uh assassin's creed valhalla and they did see a similar performance bump to what amd showed but in but in nearly the majority of use cases currently they didn't find any improvements whatsoever uh, of of any of any you know, statistical significance or, or or actual value to the end consumer, and it's just kind of interesting to see. Hey, you know, there's clearly a little bit more going under the hood. They're trying to throw this out there to try to catch up. So you know, it's it's kind of the first time that NVIDIA and Intel have had to react to something AMD has done. And or copied AMD, I guess I should say, they're always reacting to what AMD is, but some, the first time where they've actually had to copy AMD, and it's clear that AMD still holds the advantage in this regard. So, you know, it's kind of interesting. I, I thought it was just kind of interesting to see, you know, that AMD put a little bit more work in than, than everybody thought, and there seems to be, you know, th- this kind of shows that... To me, at least, AMD has not kind of fallen into this upper hand that they have because they just got lucky with their uh, production process or they, their partnership with TSMC. It shows to me that they have some actual, you know, big thinkers behind these projects who are actually, you know, Putting forward really good advancements and and putting some time into these products and it's and you know however you thought about the company beforehand you know it is what it is but now clearly you know this shows hey AMD is playing games they're here to they're here to stay and they're here to stay for a little bit and and they can, and they know what they're doing and they know what they're doing that's always great and I just thought it was thought it was interesting wanted to point that out. But um the main topic I had for today is once again Bob Shapack I I <laughs> man when when Bob Iger stepped down that one that one really hurt because it's one of the CEOs that I really looked up to and really admired um, because he just did so many great things for Disney and he was there for so long and you know really kind of like dragged them through a whole lot to put them where they are now and it's kind of like man you know the end of an era hopefully you know it's like it it doesn't go down from here hopefully it only goes up hopefully the next person can step in and fill the shoes and, and it's clear you know because sometimes like with jeff bezos man those some big shoes to fill. And honestly, Andy Jassy will probably fill them pretty well. I wouldn't be surprised I would be surprised if he didn't. But you know, uh when you have a big company such as Disney, it's kind of impossible to look around and say, Okay, who really could from the outside, who really could take over next? Because you don't really know on the inside what disney sees as being their next what is their next big thing right what is their next big push what should be their next focus that's kind of something that's very internal terms of the company because sure you can speculate and make some really good educated guesses but in reality disney's the one sitting on the data they have the numbers to back up what they're thinking and and clearly they are going to have the advantage trying to figure that out um but bob speck i mean this dude's been kill, killing it recently i this guy, I love him a lot more than I expected to. And I'm so glad that I do. So he is now coming out warning consumers might not return to the theater as they did pre-pandemic. So he's pointing to the availability of content at home. He's saying consumers are more impatient than ever considering the luxuries that they've been given with access to content rapidly throughout this entire pandemic. And this comes as Disney is prepping to release their second movie at home for thirty dollars. First one was Mulan. The second one is Raya and the Last Dragon. It'll drop this Friday. And I, I've never even heard of it, but I know I, I know it's gonna blow it out of the park in terms of uh, first day watches. But I mean, come on, like Bob Chip bro, you just keep killing them, dog. You can't keep killing them. It's it's so great. Um, yeah, he so. He, so far he's been pretty good I, I really like him he's no holds bars that's very very good when he's coming out and he's you know he wants to say something he's going to say it he clamped out the nfl said hey we're not paying your ridiculous 100 percent price increase and now he's coming back and he's saying hey look movie theaters this might be a wrap for y'all i'm just letting you look i'm not gonna wrap y'all up although i kind of am on the back on the on the down low but i'm here to let you know that you're getting wrapped up and i don't know that is just so funny to me um but yeah so interesting interesting dude fantastic so far really looking forward to seeing what the rest of his career holds do i have anything else that i can quickly throw on here oh man twitter release spaces to compete with Clubhouse and Spaces is allowed on Android. Sorry, that was a very poor way to word that. So Twitter is releasing Spaces. It is a Clubhouse competitor. For those of you who don't know, Clubhouse is currently a private beta app on iOS only. You have to be invited. It is invite only. And it's kind of like where people just come and talk. And the main reasons that it is is fairly well known is for a conversations between people like Elon Musk and Vlad Tenev, the CEO of Robinhood, and you know Elon Musk and you know a handful of other people. There's a bunch of other people who have been talking on this one. I think Elon Musk and and the Robinhood CEO really did kind of blow it up because it was kind of at the time where uh, you know, the whole Reddit versus Wall Street was occurring. And it's just kind of interesting to hear that. Uh, now I wouldn't say necessarily unfiltered, because you'd never know who's on the other side of the microphone. trying. Obviously, you know that it's them talking, but they could, somebody could be feeding them answers or something like that. I really doubt it. I would really hope not. Uh, but yeah, just kind of interesting. And uh, so now Twitter is going to try to take their stab at it. Everybody's taking a stab at it. You got Facebook doing their own thing. Um, oops, did not mean to do that. Uh, Twitter with their spaces. I can't remember what Facebook's called. Um, but yeah, so it should be interesting. Uh, do I think? Uh, do I think it'll take off? I don't know. Spaces. That's such a bad name. <laughs> they're 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 really not good at this whole naming thing. Uh, Clubhouse sounds elite. I do like it. Man i'd like to be clubhouse not gonna lie <laughs> um but yeah uh just kind of interesting I uh, i don't i don't really think i i have anything else to hit y'all with it is as i'm saying has been very very slow so far just or just recently i guess i should say um uh, not a whole lot is going on in the tech world right now. Everybody's kind of laying low. Uh, we should see some stuff start to pop up soon. We'll get some information on Google I.O., which should happen in May. Hopefully it happens this year. Um, I would like to see what they have planned for their their summer A-series device, should they choose to release one. I don't see why they wouldn't, honestly, You because... Know, they only released that 5G variant back over the fall. Um, but yeah, it should be kind of interesting to see what occurs over the summer. Uh, but other than that, I think that is going to do it for this Real Tech Hour. So it has been unfortunately short. However, um, you know, I am still working on the scripts for the special episodes. So hopefully, we can get one of those out this week to try to make up for it. So... With that, we finish up today's Real Tech Hours. Today, we were kind of a little bit all over the place just because there's so little to talk about. I was trying to stretch things out more than I normally would have, but we did talk about Crunchyroll redesigning the website and AMD uh, being set to announce the Radeon 6700 XT today at some time. We also talked about NVIDIA and Intel releasing support for resizable BAR and how that isn't necessarily Entirely what AMD put forward, as well as some more talk about Bob Shepek, who's quickly becoming one of my new favorite CEOs. Uh, yeah, if you have a question, comment, topic you want to see discussed, or you just want to reach out, send an email to Real at gmail.com. That is realtechhourspodcast Hours Podcast at gmail.com. You can also follow the podcast on Twitter at Real Tech Hours to stay up to date with the latest podcast news and updates. And as always, you can find the podcast on Spotify. Google Podcasts, an Apple Podcast, or wherever you listen to your podcasts.